It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. What's up, 49ers faithful? We are back with another episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast. We got Brian. We got Al. I'm Zane. And I finally get to do an intro because it is a victory podcast. Man, is there anything that gets the Niners right better than the Los Angeles Ram. I mean, it just it, like clockwork. Every time the sky is falling and we think this team is dead in the water, they'll have a, a terrible performance previous week and they come again out against the Rams and they play as good of at least a half of football, the second half, as I've seen them play the entire year, all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Jimmy has looked the best I've seen him look ever. Frankly, I have not seen him look better than he looked today. Christian McCaffrey, instant offense. I can't wait to talk about that. But guys, let's unpack this. Just a really, really fun win today. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, listen, I I don't I I'm not here to try and take too much credit because I'm not, but I am. These arrived on Friday. It's my new game day kicks. So I oh, rock these nice. today. And I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh the offense put up 31 points today. So like I said, not trying to take too much uh, too much credit, but uh, my dope Jordan ones arrived on Friday, and uh, hey, thirty one fourteen. Here we go, Brian <laughs> Rennick. I appreciate. That. For those who can't see, Brian Rennick is head to toe in red and gold right now. Forty nine ers Oh hat, yeah, I'm forty nine ers looking sneakers. He's got the <laughs> was that Vernon da- George Kittle? I was Vernon. That's Davis. Kittle. Yeah, Kittle George Kittle jersey on. Both eighty five. It's all good. You can't go wrong either That's way. Right. Yeah, no, That's right. nothing. Nothing, nothing cures the 49ers ills like, like playing the Rams. And look, you know, I didn't want to say that they were going to win the game like this, but in the back of my mind, I kind of knew it was going to happen. And I don't want to like talk too much trash because they did lose in the NFC championship game to them, but it's just been complete ownage of this <laughs> Ram team for the last, what, four years? What is it? Eight in a row yeah. now. And yeah. today was, and, I, and we'll get into the specific performances, but it was, kind of typical it was close and, and then in the end the 49ers just just own them just absolutely own them the rams are ter- i think the rams stink i think they're really bad they may turn it around but you're talking 118 points in seven games for them now they can't run the ball ever they had 21 carries for 56 yards today i thought man jefferson coming back might help a little bit but it didn't they didn't even Did he play him. in this game i saw him out there but he wasn't <laughs> targeted at all um you know, Higby gets banged up early, but they just looked, yeah, if Cup's not doing anything, it doesn't, this team just can't, can't do anything. So yeah, today I do, I kind of want to, you know, we all hate the Rams and I kind of just want to pour salt in the wounds today. It just felt like, yeah, you know what? Your team's a joke. Like every time you come up against the Niners, it's just the same stuff. You can't beat them. And I know they beat them in the NFC championship game. So if you're a Rams fan listening to this, you're probably like, shut up, Al. But Listen, the Niners just owned it. And we'll talk, like I said, there's a couple guys I really want to highlight today. But listen, it, is, it was a good win for the team. You know what this team did? <clears throat> and it feels like the it's the first time that they've done it all season. You know what they did? They made adjustments. And I was mm-hmm. so proud of them. I was so proud. I was like, look, guys, we just let's do something out of our comfort zone. I tweeted this. Let's get out of our comfort zone. Let's make some adjustments, right? Let's not just try and stick to the same thing. And I'll tell you what, man, they came out in the second half and the adjustments that D'Amico Ryan's made at halftime to combat that quick passing game that really was, you know, owning the defense in the first half, uh, just a thing of beauty. And then I don't know that the offense made a ton of 
adjustments, but I do think that Kyle Shanahan, even, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey, the, the passing touchdown, Shanahan was in his bag a little bit. Uh, I believe that is the same exact play that they ran against them in week 18 last year, except instead of Debo throwing it to Jennings, it was McCaffrey throwing it to Ayuk. But at, they it just, it was a game. This is a game that you expect this team to have, right? This is a game where you go up against an opponent that is arguably inferior, right? You're still the, the Rams are still the defending Super Bowl champions. Let's give them their flowers. They look nothing like they did last year, right? And so there is that there's, there is that, but that team still has Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. It still has Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup and Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby. It is an offense that, that should, you know, it should be good. Uh, they cannot run the ball, which has made them one-dimensional and has made it difficult for them to, to be good. But this is a, a game that that you would hope to see from, from a team like the 49ers, even with the injuries that they have. So it was just nice to see. Yeah, it was a game when he when Caffrey threw the pass to uh, for the touchdown to Ayuk. I said, finally, finally yeah. something creative. You yeah. know, it's what we've been saying forever. Mm-hmm. Just do something something funky. I always go back to that saints game when they were, when, you know, they were throwing passes like that and the pitch to use check, just Kyle pull something out. And he did finally. And it was great to see. And it was, it was exciting. And I guess I want to transition into McCaffrey here because we'd be nuts if we didn't make him. <laughs> I mean, you, you have, we always talk about the talent on this team, but Debo had a lot of Superman games last year. But other than that, like you're waiting for a player to kind of really step up. We went for Kittle to step up. We went for Ayuk to have a big game. And Ayuk's been great lately, but a, but a huge game. In a game like McCaffrey had today, that was a star, a star in the NFL just having a day. And it was great to see. He obviously throws a 34-yard touchdown pass. He has 18 carries for 94 yards and score and eight catches for 55 yards and a score. So he had 26 touches, 149 yards, not counting the pass in three total touchdowns, including the touchdown pass. It was just a day for, he's a star. He played like a star and without him, it's probably a different game. So I tweeted this and it may seem, Oh, Al, you're being dramatic. That trade may have saved, saved this team season. When oh, you go yeah, into sure. moving yeah. forward and just how they're going to have to play teams and how they're going to have to score, having that guy do what he did, if that continues it. And when you, once you put Debo back in the mix, it might've saved the season to me. I just want to point this out and then Zane, I'll, I'll give floor uh, just to, again, kind of piggyback on what you were talking about. Uh, Jennifer Lee Chan tweeted this out uh, 44 minutes ago. Uh, McCaffrey's 183 all purpose yards, which includes the the passing, the, the yards he got on the throw uh, accounted for 49.7% of the 49ers, 368 total yards. So wow. quite literally he accounted for 50% of the offense that they created in this game. And that's just, unreal that's fantastic i think that like you know when you make that trade and when you bring a guy of that caliber on your team this is what you expect right you expect that he's going to have this effect on your offense it seemed to open everything else up every time he touched the ball he was gaining five yards right there was a couple of exceptions where he took a draw play and took a loss or took a gain of one or two yards but you have to account for him there was one throw that jimmy had up the scene to kittle where mccaffrey just ran an angle route just underneath and cleared out like the entire middle of the field for Kittle. It was in the second half. And it was just that stuff, like that stuff only happens when you have a Christian McCaffrey on your team. And the fact that they did it without Debo, like you mentioned, I mean, it just, just goes to show you that when you have blue chip players on your team, you can use them in ways that 
can affect the game like in multiple types of ways, right? Like whether you want to motion them out, whether you want to actually give them the ball, the defense will have to account for them no matter what. And I mean, like, you know, is this, is this sustainable to you guys? I'm going to open up to you. Like, do you think this is actually sustainable? Like the way that you, they use Christian McCaffrey today, or do you think that like, like that Saints game, it was like just like a one game thing and they'll just kind of go back to their normal sort of whatever normal was after the bye week. Well, that's the big question, right? And that's what we've been critical of is the inconsistencies in, in the way Kyle's kind of maybe deployed some of these weapons that he has. And when you see what McCaffrey did today and, and when Debo does come back how with Kittle and with Ayuk, how, how do you stop that? Um, there's really not an excuse for this team not to come out and put up 30, you know, 28, 30 points a game now with it. With it. And I don't know if it's going to be sustainable. We'll, we'll see because this team has been consistently inconsistent. So I'm not going too crazy after this win. It was a great win. And like you said, Brian, I think the fact that they made adjustments, especially on the defensive end, it was like, whoa, like, yeah, you guys did kind of everything right today, but I still got to see more, man. Like I said last time, I'm, I'm not going to go too crazy over this. We'll see how they come out after the bye. We'll see if they can get a few wins together. We'll see if they can be consistent. But one more thing on the McCaffrey day, he's the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005 to catch, throw for, and rush for a touchdown in the same game. And only the third to do it. And that three is Walter Payton, LaDainian Tomlinson, and Christian McCaffrey. Pretty good company. Pretty good company. Yeah. yeah. Um, to answer your question, Zane, obviously this is not sustainable in that Christian McCaffrey cannot account for 50% of your total yards game in and game out. That obviously is, is, is unsustainable, but this was, this was very, very reminiscent of a handful of Debo games last year, right? Where mm -hmm. it was a must win situation and Kyle Shanahan looked at Debo and said, put this team on your back. And Debo did. And he did it multiple games. This was one game for Christian McCaffrey. I'd argue there's at least three uh, last year that that Debo did it in route to that historically good uh, performance from him last year. But the other thing is, like you said, Al, there are too many weapons on this team for right. there to be a situation like this where a player accounts for 50% of your total yards. If you've got an offense that can put Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, and Kyle, Yushek, Ross Dwelly, whatever, whoever you want, who else, whoever else you want to put out there. If that's who you're trotting out game in and game out, no excuses. And, and, and I, I said this, you know, I, I said this when the, when the trade happened, whether he meant to or not, Kyle Shanahan left himself with no excuses now by making this trade, right? He's just, 100%. there are no, no more excuses, no more excuses for poor offensive performances. Um, no more excuses for, you know, stagnant second halves. There's just none. And today looked great. It really did. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. will not, uh, will not. And, and, and you know who else looked really good today? Jimmy Garoppolo, who had at least two uh, should-be interceptions that were dropped. Hey, that's going to happen, right? But outside of that, that throw to McCaffrey uh, for the touchdown, beautiful throw. Great throw. Threw with anticipation. Saw him as his outlet, right? Which is another, actually, uh, probably benefit that we didn't talk about enough with Christian McCaffrey, is McCaffrey gives... Uh, Garoppolo, a, a a viable outlet when when a play breaks down, which the rest of the running back room hasn't really given him or, or really ever given him. There has never been a receiving back 
the caliber of Christian McCaffrey since, uh, you know, since, since Shanahan has been here. I mean, you could argue Coleman, Tevin Coleman is a good receiving back, but he wasn't featured that much like that. Yeah. So there was that, uh, somebody in the chat said the throw to Kittle was better. You know, I said the same thing, uh, to my buddy, Tim, uh, Tim was a, a, a collegiate level quarterback. So he's played the position. The one thing he pointed out was, uh, Jimmy, when he threw that ball to Kittle did not account for Taylor Rapp, who had started to, uh, get depth and, 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 and get back towards Kittle. The, the throw made it, but just barely over his hand. You could argue it was ill-timed. I thought that he, I thought that rap didn't really start to to creep back until Jimmy cocked the throw. So it 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 felt like it was it was the right decision. I'm not going to say it wasn't, uh, but there have been a lot of times where Jimmy would have thrown an interception on that. So you got to give him kudos. So yeah, the throw to Kittle, great. The throw to McCaffrey for the touchdown, great. Um, you know, only a handful of, of plays this uh, this game where you're like, ah, yikes, that's that's not great. Uh, but again, props to the offense for coming out and putting up 21 points in the second half and outscoring their their scoring average by 11 points. Right. They've been coming in averaging about 20 points a game yep. and, you know, they put up 31. There were no defensive touchdowns or special teams touchdowns. This was 31 points from the offense. Mm -hmm. And. You got to give them. You got to give them flowers for that. Yeah, I think so. Basically, this is like the what the the version of the Niners that everybody hoped to see starting the year, right? Like Super Bowl contending 49ers. They made very few mistakes. The beginning of the game on defense started off a little shaky. They took some penalties down by the goal line. They allowed long sustaining drives, but I think it's more so like that's just a function of injuries right now with that unit. I think that once they'll be a very different looking unit after the buy after after they get those bodies back, but you know it, it started out very much looking like you know the championship game last year where you know the Rams and the Niners they were just going back and forth. Rams got on top, Niners were kind of fighting back, and and especially with the the uh, the way that they kind of went ahead seventeen fourteen, I was like, uh oh. I was like, are we going to get a repeat? <laughs> happened last year. They went up, and then they eventually eventually went up by ten points, and uh, I was like, well. Kyle and 10 point leads right in the fourth quarter. And, and they ended up not even needing that. So I don't know, guys, it was just like, I, I know that we could say a lot, but it was just nice to win. It's nice. Like it's been a while since they won. It's been three weeks since we've been able to talk about this team in a positive light. And it's nice to be able to do that. But I mean, like I'm with Al, like it's just so hard to know what you're going to get from them weekend, week, week out. If you got them from this every single week, this is a, this is like a, a shoe in for a championship caliber team. Like this is like, you put them in the Super Bowl in February. Because they are so good when they are on, they are so they are so good. But their issue is is from week to week they can't bring it. So it's going to be interesting to see now 